Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. It's the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. This is the AC Report. Well, it blew up the chicken man in Philly last night, and it blew up his house too. Down on the boardwalk, they're ready for a fight. Gonna see what them racket boys can do. Now there's trouble busting in from out of state. And the DA can't get no relief. Gonna be a rumble on the promenade. And the gambling commissioner's hanging on by the skin of his teeth. Everything dies, baby, that's a fact But maybe everything that dies someday he comes back Put your makeup on, fish your hair up pretty And meet me tonight in Atlanta Ah, uh, yes, it is time for our weekly look at one of the most interesting communities in all the world, Atlantic City, New Jersey. And interestingly enough, Whether we're talking about the expansion of gambling to other jurisdictions, whether we're talking about crime, whether we're talking about uh, the legalization of cannabis and its implications, whether we're talking about cities that have to adjust to a 21st century economy, there are so many cities around the country and, quite frankly, around the world that are dealing with some of the same issues that Atlantic City, New Jersey, is dealing with. And a publication which has done some great work covering the economics of uh, Atlantic City, especially when it comes to the business community, is NJ Biz. And uh, Matthew Fazelpour is a journalist with NJ Biz, and he had a fascinating article a few weeks ago called Atlantic City Bets Big on Development. And I read it, and I was really, really interested in having him on the program to uh, talk about it. Matthew, thanks so much for joining me on the radio. I know it's a tough hour. Hey, Frank. No, I, I appreciate you having me on, and thank you for the kind words uh, about both MJ Biz and uh, the story. I'm glad uh, it landed well. And, and as I was telling your producer, Alex, this is actually back to my roots. I, I came up in uh, morning drive radio, so it's, uh, it's, I, I, it's kind of bringing me back in time a little bit. I know that. You were on Winds, right? I, was, I, I did some stuff with Winds, and I, I spent a, a big chunk of my career with uh, New Jersey 101.5, so the hour is not far into me. Wonderful. Great. Love it. Now, uh, by the way, for people that don't know what NJ Biz is, fill us in. What, what do you guys cover generally? Uh, so, I mean, we cover all things business in New Jersey, so uh, you know, down from small businesses and you know, all throughout the community, 
all the way up to how you know, it all ties in with government and different agencies. You know, Matthew, I'm going to uh, put you on hold because we're having a tough time hearing you. Maybe we can get to a, a better – you can get to a better area or area with a better signal. And then when uh, when you're in a better position, we can continue the conversation because uh, I don't want folks to miss any of uh, – any of what you're what you're saying. So, uh, yeah, if you can work with Matthew to, to get a better connection there, Kenneth. Um, I will say, you know, so uh, my wife, uh, we went to Atlantic City over the weekend, uh, my son Carmine and I, and there's a lot going on there. If the time that everybody goes to Atlantic City is the summer because there's so much going on there. There's a great beach that's free. And where we stayed at uh, the Hard Rock, there's this new immersive Vincent Van Gogh exhibit. And this has now gotten national attention where um, uh, casinos aren't just being used as gambling houses anymore. But now with this Van Gogh exhibit, it's you can see digitally created work of Van Gogh. And it's it's having a lot of people asking, including the Smithsonian Magazine, and other publications, can casinos be art galleries? So this high-tech hard rock exhibit is offering a very unique perspective on Van Gogh. You can immerse yourself in the art. It's a self-guided, roughly hour-long ex- exhibition, which runs till the end of summer, till August 28th. You know, it's funny, uh, Friday into Saturday when I was down there, you know, they, there's no clocks in these casinos for a reason. So I stayed up gambling until about 6.45. I returned to my room about 6.45. So I then slept. I did win. Thank you very much. But I then slept until about 12.30. And then we were going to meet my uh, my brother and uh, his longtime companion for lunch. So we I didn't get a chance to see the Van Gogh exhibit, even though we were at the Hard Rock the day that it debuted. But the next time we go, which I hope is is sooner rather than later... I'm hoping that we'll have uh, an. Op- I'm hoping that I'll be a little more responsible and get to bed early, while still winning the same amount of money. And I'm hoping that we get to uh, check out this uh, this Vincent Van Gogh exhibit. But uh, it's gotten rave reviews from people that are laymen like me and people that are you know very accomplished art critics. So it's very interesting. As you might have heard me, if you're listening in New York, heard me mention at the top of the hour. Atlantic City is also going to have a referendum about converting to nonpartisan elections, which I think is a great thing. All right. We've got Matthew uh, Fazelpour back. Sorry about that, Matt. I'm glad we got you. Yeah, no. Can you hear me okay now, Frank? That's perfect. Thank you. So just in a nutshell, uh, NJ Biz, what kind of issues do you guys focus on? So, uh, yeah, I started to say the uh, we cover things from ground level, small businesses all throughout the different communities in New Jersey, you know, different all different kinds of industries, all the way up to government and agencies and kind of how it all connects. We do a lot of power lists with like lawyers and accountants and different fields, you know, healthcare heroes. So it's a wide variety of things. And, you know, just basically all things business in the the great garden state. All right. And now. Uh, as far as you can tell, how is Atlantic City doing overall, both during the summer and just in general at this point? So there were some concerns earlier um, in, you know, like especially with the Omicron wave in the late uh, late winter and things of that nature. The number, the brick and mortar numbers started to improve um, when I wrote that story 
um, and and started to show an uptick in people showing up to the casinos, which is obviously the you know the biggest thing. I mean, the, the mobile gaming throughout the pandemic did great, and that's all well and good, but you know they still want bodies back you know in the in the casinos throughout the city. So ironically, actually, the, the timing of, of of you bringing me on is is interesting too because. I believe it's later today that the the June numbers will come out, mm. which will tell a you know I've actually been kind of waiting on those to do my next you know piece to check back in to, to you know kind of see you know as I laid the kind of the groundwork with that story and, and see where it goes. So um, I think we'll have a better picture throughout you know the day uh, later today when that happens. But uh, yeah, I mean it's there's you know every business is going through the same in, um, issues, right? inflation, gas mm. prices, labor issues. So it'll be interesting to see that collision with also the pent-up demand and to see if people still have the discretionary income to, to go visit the casino. So I think, you know, that there there were some positive trends heading into this latest report, which will tell, you know, a fuller story. So you indicated that the headline in your story was Atlantic City's bets big on development. What kind of development are we talking about here? Well, so what's interesting, you know, a lot of times with Atlantic City and as covering it throughout the years, uh, you know, a lot of things will get top heavy into just gaming stuff. And, and again, that's a huge part of the whole equation. But what stood out to me is that, you know, a lot of and it's not just like, OK, we're building a brand new super casino and it's going to have, you know, X amount of tables and restaurants. A lot of these uh, different casinos, I, I, I looked at it as almost like diversifying the offerings, more non-gaming re- redevelopment, which was stood out. If you have Ocean Resorts, they, they have an $85 million project. That's uh, former Revel. Bally's has a $100 million project. They're, they have you know, uh, outdoor areas, the, the yard. Uh, Caesars is investing a lot of money into their three properties. Showboat uh, is investing more into like recreation and go-karts, and they're building a huge water park. Mm. So that's the part that stood out to me was that not only – just money being invested by a lot of different, you know, properties, but also in, you know, non-gaming redevelopment as well. Well, beyond the showboat example you just mentioned, which uh, includes go-karts and the expansion of the Lucky Snake Arcade and that water park, which sounds pretty exciting. What, what are the non-gaming developments that are, that are in the pipeline? Well, a lot of these places, uh, you know, I mean, even just things down to amenities, you know, rooms not just you know what i mean so it's like they're they're you know, gotcha. restaurants so, got it got it you know things of that nature so it's not just about the casino per se you know more you know trying to work on you know just like making the properties a fuller experience for the guests gotcha okay well then that's pretty exciting now you alluded to Inflation hurting business everywhere, and people are just tuning. We're talking with uh, Matthew Fazelpour. You could check out his reporting, not just with respect to Atlantic City, but everything that's happening in the New Jersey business community at NJ Biz. What has the impact of inflation been on Atlantic City businesses or the people in Atlantic City specifically? Well, I mean, it's 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 an ongoing challenge, right? I mean, so I I, I just I think. The one benefit that AC has had, as far as I've heard this summer, is that there is such a pent-up demand. And, and maybe some people that would have flown places are, you know, in you know, New Jersey or, you know, surrounding states would now come there. So I, I do think they're benefiting in some ways in, in terms of that, where, you know, it's a, it's a destination that you can get to by car. You don't have to, to fly all over the place. 
But, you know, again, I, I think a lot will be told in, in this report uh, that, that, that comes out. Mm. To, to see, you know, what, you know, because in the prior reports, there, there was no, the numbers did not reflect that inflation was causing, you know, less of, you know, money to be spent on gaming and other things. But I, I think now that this is all kind of colliding. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how that all plays out. Absolutely. It certainly, uh, it certainly will be. And, and, I, and I want to add one more thing, Frank, you know, another, uh, just in, in terms of just non-gaming parts, and this doesn't necessarily speak to the develop the the investments I mentioned with the casinos, but just in general, um, you're starting to see other industries build out too in Atlantic City. You know, offshore wind is becoming a, a, a huge, you know, investment uh, area down there. Uh, you know, not just in Atlantic City, but also surrounding towns. Uh, I think you had just mentioned the cannabis industry. AC is leaning very heavy into that, whereas a lot of towns in New Jersey passed local referendums to basically keep it out they have i think six licenses at the mm. moment so there and uh and also you know esports is a big uh thing down there as well so there's a that's just to me is a positive trend to see the this diversification of their economy a year ago when um last year's summer in atlantic city was looking very uncertain one of the things that i was hearing a great deal from businesses down there is the difficulty that they were having in staffing. Uh, This was at a time when a lot of workers were getting all sorts of government stimulus and they could do almost as well not working as they could working. So this led to a lot of hotels not being able to open their full stock of rooms for people because they didn't have enough staff to service them. As far as you're aware, Matthew, what are the staffing uh, concerns like there these days? Has has sort of demand caught up with the staffing supply or is that still an issue for local businesses? It is absolutely still still an issue. And uh, you know, in, in reporting the story, that it's absolutely uh, an issue that has been a concern. Uh, one thing that really has, again, this is as I've been watching this all play out. Th- so far, they've dodged the bullet because the other, the, I, the, there was a possible strike by by the big lo- uh, mm. union down there, Local 54, and they just reached a deal uh, over the last week with. Uh, all but two of the casinos, which, but they were ready to authorize a strike, which really would have been a catastrophe as you're then talking about this collision of like the, the demand with all these different issues. So it is an ongoing problem. And I went down there in May for, for a conference and yeah, it was, it was troubling because there were some, uh, during the week, there were places that were closed. You know, I was at the Borgata. There were some places that would normally be open. I, I believe it's gotten better in terms, you know, they, they're starting to get back to a little bit semblance of normalcy, but it is definitely still a challenge. And thankfully, as of now, that you know, the strike was avoided. Uh, there's two more resorts in Golden Nugget, or, Nugget are still negotiating. Uh, but, it, you know, it could have been a lot worse. And then also, you know, again, just talking about some of the like outside of the box thinking that I, I, I'm liking that I'm seeing down there. Um, you know, you're starting like so. Stockton is a very g- good ally and resource with, with with the city. They have a program now with all the major casinos to bring back. It's like 145 or 150 students. They live there for free throughout the summer, and they work and get experience wow. in in the casinos, which I thought was a very novel way to approach. You know, so again, it's not a huge number of people. But it still has helped, and, and, and it gives them experience. It's kind of a win-win for all sides. So that was also another – that was after my reporting. 
that I, that happens, which I thought was a pretty cool uh, idea as well. Yeah, that that is uh, pretty interesting. I, I uh, didn't know that, and uh, that's uh, that sounds like the exact kind of creative partnership that uh, that we need to hear about. You mentioned Stockton, which is a great example of uh, a business in Atlantic City and an academic institution that uh, is not necessarily directly tied to the fortunes of gambling. No secret, New York has gambling, Pennsylvania has gambling, Delaware has gambling, It's a sh- Connecticut has gambling. It's a shorter list of nearby localities that don't have gambling at this point. How is Atlantic City doing in terms of diversifying its, uh, its economy beyond simply the nine casinos that are still there? Well, again, I, I, I'll come back to what I was, what I mentioned. I, it, they are starting to lean into these other industries, these emerging industries. So, offshore wind, cannabis. I think the film industry. I, I believe you're going to start to see more there. Actually, I, I just wrote a piece that will be coming out uh, next week about how you know not only is our New Jersey becoming a film hub, you know, in, in, in one of the bigger film hubs in the country, it's also spreading out throughout the state, and now. Locally, you have local film commissions that are being organized, and I, I expect to see a lot of activity in Atlantic City um, and, and that area w- with some of that as well. And again, and, and that's where you know you're not only using it as a backdrop for production, you also start to build out the infrastructure of having partnerships with with places like Stockton and other uh, you know universities and, and, and different schools. So you really start to uh, you know, d- diversify things that way. I, I just, uh, you know, there's there, esports was another example of, of things that they're doing. And then this, you know, again, just re- you know, different restaurants and and and, and uh, recreational offerings. I, I think you're just starting to see a positive, you know, trend in that direction. <clears throat> Excuse me. The um... The the thing that I loved about your article, and if uh, people are just tuning in, we're talking with Matthew Fazelpour. If you haven't had a chance to read this article in NJ Biz, I'm going to link to it uh, right now on my uh, Facebook page. But the thing that I liked about it, as somebody that's very bullish and hopeful about the future of Atlantic City, is that it strikes a pretty optimistic tone because it chronicles all these businesses, all these separate businesses with separate owners all making the decision to pour a whole bunch of money, tens of millions, hundreds of millions, into these properties and not, say, throw in the towel because there's gambling in other nearby municipalities. I am curious, though, do you think or are you hearing that now's also a good time for residential investment in Atlantic City at this point? Well, I, I know they are they're pushing that hard and and there's you know there, there there's some developments that you know are, are in different stages of, of planning but again I, I think like just using the example of Stockton they're trying to attract younger people into the area you know build a workforce around it there are absolutely still challenges on that front and you know and then uh, you know there's sometimes a divide between the tourism district and the rest of the city. But again, I, I just think in general, because sometimes with you know places like that, you know you'll you get some some too many of the the gimmicky kind of ways of solving problems, and and sometimes just throwing money into the wind at, at things and government programs and things of that nature. I just think it's a, like you said, it's a it's optimistic to and, and keep, keeps me optimistic to see just real brick and mortar investment. Sure, that you know br- you know the, you know then you bring in the workforce and everything like that, but. 
Um, I think they are making strides on the residential side, but I, I think there's a lot of work to be done. And again, another program um, or you know kind of summer initiative that that came out that after uh, I wrote my piece, the the city um, is building an affordable housing complex and having uh, again the high school kids like do like a kind of a summer internship there to learn be on the job, learn the, the construction trades. Uh, and, and, and get experience that way, like real life experience. So there's, you know, some different, again, I, I always appreciate outside the box thinking, especially sure. when we're going through such a, you know, turbulent time with, with no shortage of challenges. Well, you know, one of the challenges that all cities are dealing with right now uh, is the issue of crime. New York is certainly dealing with this, but cities all over the country are dealing with this. And if there's something that could slow down both business investment and uh, tourism, it's it's crime. Based on what you're seeing, what is the crime situation like there in Atlantic City? Again, it is. It's. I'm not going to try to say everything's rainbows and sunshine, uh, despite the optimistic tone of of my article. That there are absolutely still challenges there. And again, you you know, just the, you know, sometimes there are you know just kind of tensions between the tourism district and other parts of the city. Uh, I know they're trying to, you know, do all they can to, you know, crack down on it. it it's, you know, it, that's still going to be an ongoing challenge, you know, throughout the summer. But uh, I haven't heard anything in terms of apocalyptic kind of, you know, you know, negative things in that direction. So, um, you know, nothing major to report from my end on that front. Mm. I ask almost everybody that comes on for this segment, Matt, and I'll ask you the same question. Yeah. Gun to your head. If you had to pick favorite restaurant, Atlantic City, doesn't matter what type of cuisine, doesn't matter casual or expensive, overall favorite restaurant, what is it? Well, I'm a, I'm a bit of an old soul, and, and I like the old school kind of places. Knife and Fork Inn is always a solid place, uh, in my opinion, that, that's for, for a good kind of meal. You can't go wrong with the knife and fork. That is no. uh, five-star. Yeah. Hey, Matt, uh, it's great talking to you. I hope we can do this again in the future. Absolutely, Frank. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you. My pleasure. If you want to comment on any portion of our conversation, you could give us a call. Give me a call. 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-9222. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight. Tax Day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 